0: Clearly they need to go on trial
1: Yeah that's true I don't know that they did DNA testing On the dingoes though uh, We should start DNA testing all the dingoes And see if they can track it done yeah. mm. Okay On that note Who's worst this week? Who goes first?
0: Oh, we we haven't even said who we are or what we're doing. This is Crime by the Bar. This is
1: Crime by the Bar.
0: You are...
1: I'm Anna. And
0: I am Jonathan.
1: And this is our fifth Minnesota.
0: Yes, it is.
1: Can you believe it? This is our uh, tenth drop.
0: Yeah, double digits. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing all right.
1: Double digits.
0: Yeah, we're keeping this up. I'm... I'm not going to say amazed. I know that we're amazing, but...
1: You're amazed that we've stuck to a schedule, considering.
0: I know we're pushing through. There has been hardship. There has been obstacles. But we are strong. And we're pushing forward. Yeah. But yeah, double digits. And uh, so this is the fifth Minnesota, which is Minnesota Mystery.
1: Minnesota Mystery number
0: five.
1: Yeah. And this Friday, we are talking about... Hotel-related happenings, <gasps> mm. yeah.
0: So crimes related to committed by well, not committed by hotels, but in <laughs> nearby be? related to hotels. Ooh, I would see a hotel on trial though.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think, I think I'm gonna be the upper this week again. Oh really? Yeah, like I'm pretty confident mm. because I don't have any murder in mind at all.
0: So. I'm pretty sure I have a murder.
1: Okay. Do you just want to launch into it?
0: But it's kind of weird. Um, yeah, yeah, I can do that. If you're confident you're the lower end of the scale.
1: No, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I have a good feeling. Hmm. All right, all
0: right. I will launch. Have you ever heard of Blair Adams?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Hmm. I was kind of struggling this week, so this was kind of a last minute thing but it is definitely something of a mystery so uh, Blair was uh, 32 years old mm-hmm. he was Canadian
1: when was this
0: this was in 1996
1: okay mm. mm-hmm.
0: uh, so 32 years old in 96 so he was Canadian from Surrey British Columbia okay which I do not have any reference for but
1: BC that's is that way where it
0: was Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely that way. Um, Yeah, we're pointing. (laughs) Towards British Columbia.
1: I'm pointing to, like, the right side of the map. Mm. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. He's from BC. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) People talk about BC all the time. So, (laughs) on the 11th of July in 96,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Blair's dead body was found at an under-construction motel outside of Knoxville, Tennessee.
1: Oh, I like this. Well, I, I mean, I don't, obviously.
0: But. Well, well, no, it's not. But yes.
1: Intriguing, but, intriguing.
0: So he was found half naked. Which half? They Left half, right half. half up, down. They did not specify, so I'm assuming, you know, uh, we're talking vertical slice.
1: Entire right side <laughs> naked. Mm. Left side mm. covered, clear. That oh, was the right side. The
0: that's where you put the piercings. That's fine.
1: But that's what you assume, right? Yeah. yeah. You would always get your right side out. Hmm. Tends to be your right side is your dominant side.
0: True, true. Anyway. Go on. I don't know if he was a Southpaw or not, though, but yeah, regardless. His dead body was found. Yes. He was half naked, covered in cuts and bruises and abrasions. Mm-hmm. And all around his body, there was approximately $4,000 worth in US, Canadian, and German money.
1: Okay, that's quite interesting.
0: And uh, police also found a black bag. Uh-huh. And by his body, containing various maps and travel-related documents, and finally they also found a fanny pack.
1: Oh, don't call it a fanny pack. You can't call it a fanny pack in the UK, by the way.
0: I assumed, but I don't remember the term, so that's. It's a mean. oh. bum
1: bag. It's a bum bag. Why would you call it a fanny pack?
0: That's, that's like... the American term for it.
1: No, but. Fanny is vagina, and pack is like to stuff things in. You don't call it a fanny pack. That's ridiculous. This
0: is the American word for it.
1: I don't care. That is is fine. No, no. This is a Canadian story.
0: Mm. Mm. The item. He's from
1: BC. He's from BC. He is from BC, but. The Queen's English. Sort Mm -hmm. of, a Mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. The Queen's French, but yes. Um. Uh, No. BC is English. Quebec is the only one that's uh, French.
0: Well, yeah, fully French, but don't they have the... Uh, every, the entire country needs to have the signage? Um.
1: That? So, sort of. The packaging requirements are you mm. must have English and French, same font yeah. size, same blah 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 mm. on everything, but whenever it comes to signage, mm-hmm. it's it's a bit different. So, everywhere apart from Quebec, you have regular stop signs. In Quebec, mm. you have arrête. <laughs> and they don't even have that in France. So... Stop it. They have stop in France. <laughs> like they they don't yeah. And actually signage, you you can have it completely in English or completely in French. It's totally fine. Like every time that I go to visit my mum, everything seems to be entirely in French. Ah. And it's also very it seems to be very old-fashioned proper French rather than the the modernized French that you would speak in uh, in France today. So okay. my Parisian friend. Would speak far more modern French than you would speak in uh, Quebec, and the accent is also totally different. Mm. So true, true, but yeah. Anyway, um, you were saying he had a bum bag.
0: He had a bum bag. I can't which... believe
1: you called it a bum bag. You sound ridiculous.
0: I know. I mean, both <laughs> of the terms are so bad and will be completely misinterpreted. On well, okay, bag is more straightforward than pack, but
1: you know. you're trailing off.
0: Well, very deliberately so, because this entire thing is trailing off.
1: Bag is more straightforward than pack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> bum bag. Just bum bag. Anyway, sorry. Um, this was a problematic crime from the beginning. Yes. We will never choose one again with um, any kind of vessel that is snugly placed around one's middle.
0: It's a, a waste-based um, textile container.
1: Yes. Okay
0: Okay, bum bag for now <laughs>
1: um, Actually, most of our audience is American So we should probably say fanny pack Why didn't you just use that as an argument from the beginning? Yeah,
0: that's a very good question
1: Americans, fanny pack <laughs> sounds ridiculous to, to anyone speaking British English Just so you know, we will say it But it's not normal <laughs> To us
0: <laughs> So Fanny pack slash bum bag. Thank you And in this one uh, in this particular container. Mm-hmm. There was five ounces, which is 142 grams, hey. I'm learning, of gold bars, gold and platinum coins, jewelry, keys, and a pair of sunglasses.
1: Keys? Were they weighed? Were the sunglasses weighed?
0: Only the gold bars were weighed. Oh,
1: yeah. okay. The,
0: the coins were not weighed either, but gold and platinum. So.
1: I would like to know how much the sunglasses weigh.
0: I'm... Gonna say approximately the same weight as a pair of wide and minimally corrective reading glasses.
1: Huh. Okay, clear. I have a picture in my head. Fair enough. You may move on.
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, Blair, I mean, this is not really a funny thing, it's mysterious, but not funny. But uh, Blair had a lot of what looked like uh, defensive wounds okay. uh, and that was pretty obvious from the cuts and bruises mm-hmm. and the coroners decided that the course of death was a strong blow that ruptured his stomach which is not a good way to go
1: i really got so distracted in that moment thinking about how do you blow someone that hard like the whole mm. three little piggies
0: wolf <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
1: you mean you mean someone whacked him okay Sorry. Yeah. Wow. That was what killed him. A, yeah. a, a blow so hard.
0: That, Major <laughs> whack to the gut. Which what? caused his stomach to rupture.
1: That's pretty hardcore. That's a horrible way to go. That is
0: probably a very horrible way to go. Also
1: very, very strange.
0: Mm. So that's what they found. Mm-hmm. And they uh, trying to find out more. Like he had left Canada. Mm-hmm. Not that far before his body was found. And uh, he left with, like, no, he didn't tell any family, any friends, not what he was doing, not even that he was leaving. Uh So, after some investigating, they did manage to piece together something of a timeline. So, four days before he was found dead, Blair had withdrawn most of his money and basically gathered up all his valuables, like the platinum coins and the gold stuff. And then he tried to enter the United States of America through Seattle. Okay. Uh, I think it was by ferry. Of
1: course it is by ferry. It's always by ferry in Seattle. Okay, then.
0: But he could not uh, because he, well, the amount of cash and stuff he was carrying was... Mm -hmm. Flagged as suspicious, that, that and they can happen. suspected drug dealing. Uh, so they did check him up and found that he had some criminal record. Okay. I don't think it was anything major, like any pure convictions, but he had drugs and one assault-related charge. As in, he
1: assaulted someone, rather than he was at assaulted? least
0: charged from it. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming he assaulted someone, okay. or they were investigating that in some manner. Okay. So they, they declined his entry and showed him away. Yeah. So instead, he got a car and drove to Seattle, which apparently works. Yeah. And uh, then I think was a bit unsure where he was. And then three days later, we do know that he took a plane to Washington. And from there, he rented a vehicle and drove to Knoxville. He was driving there. Uh, mm-hmm. We do know he stopped at a gas station. Okay. There, he somehow managed to lock himself out of the rental car.
1: Oh, dear. And lost
0: his keys.
1: Oh, dude. Really?
0: So, he called a tow truck and uh, made arrangements to have the car towed until the next day when the rental company should fix a new key, basically. hmm The tow truck driver uh, remembered this and they dropped him off at the Fairfield Inn motel to stay the night he rented a room but from all the evidence and everything they looked into during the investigation uh, he never even entered the room okay and that's the last confirmed sighting until his body was found at this under construction motel uh, a bit off a highway where some construction workers came to work and found his body, beaten with all the valuables strewn around him.
1: That's so strange. Yeah,
0: and that's basically all we know. And I tried digging, like the um, the sheriff's department had more information, but they were still asking for um, uh, asking for tips. This was featured because this this is a very short and clear cut mystery. Because I mean. No one in his family or friend circle knew if he actually, like... He had, he was not supposed to have any, like, friends or contacts over there. As far as they knew, he'd never been to Tennessee. And just, like, he picked up all this stuff, drove over there, got murdered... ...without people taking any of his valuables. And, yeah. Like...
1: That's totally bizarre. So that's it. I mean naturally if someone is killed and i mean okay common reasons for killing someone Mm. you feel like they deserve it Mm
2: -hmm.
1: or you want something that they have and he's new in town there's nothing that he seemingly has that anyone would want other than money or valuables Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and they're left on him and he's also new in town so presumably hasn't had a chance to piss anyone off yet
0: yeah, that's a thing. And if you're someone who would actually completely assault someone, possibly not with the intention of killing them, yeah. but still would go off and completely assault someone for some slight that happened between a gas station and no, no, between a motel and whatever he was doing out there.
1: Then you'd probably nick their stuff.
0: Yeah, at least the American dollars or something.
1: Yeah, you'd think. Mm. It's totally bizarre.
0: Mm. And to, and not to mention, like, the fact that he just one day, no, I need to take everything I own that is transportable, mm-hmm. go to the States, to Knoxville, Tennessee, for some reason. I mean, that could have been a middle stop yeah. between somewhere. But basically, getting into the States through hardship, I mean, he was turned out the first day.
2: Yeah.
0: And getting there, getting a flight, and... Yeah, I mean, where was it going? What was he actually up to?
1: Send us your theories.
0: Yeah, I would love to know more about this because, yeah, like, why did he leave? Why was he killed? What actually happened?
1: It's totally strange.
0: So, no, sorry, this is a very short one, but, I mean, this this really gripped me with the weirdness of everything. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Like, Not to mention, we're going back to the Even tinier things But who has Random bits of Miniature gold bars And I don't know Platinum coins lying around That they need to take When they're apparently fleeing the country Or something
1: Mm. Someone who thinks The apocalypse is coming Zombie apocalypse
0: If the apocalypse was coming Especially a zombie apocalypse I would not go to the States No. No. More guns. More guns? More people. But more people, and. Well, I mean, you've seen the movies. The States is never in a good shape.
1: I'm not great with zombie movies. Uh, Mm.
0: Show of the Dead.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, go to the pub.
0: As long as you have a good soundtrack to it.
1: Yeah. Oh, I. I'm kind of disappointed by not knowing. Oh. I people seriously tweet us at crime by the bar what happened mm. I like a good theory so do I yeah. I have no idea mm. hmm. yeah and
0: uh, that's my pick for the week I I did like it I feel bad for making you I feel bad for making be you feel confident. disappointment be
1: strong come on stop trailing off and being being weak you this is my choice. crime
0: there are many like it but this is mine
1: there aren't many like it <laughs>
0: I'm trying to project confidence. Okay, may
1: I have some wine, please? (laughs) Keeper of the wine, may I have some wine? We are going to get you wine. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mine is also short this week, so let's see how long the final recording is.
0: Are we actually going to have a mini, mini soap?
1: I don't think so. I I think that would be. No, not not that much wine. Oh dear. I'm going to bed soon. I have to be up early. Nightcap. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to drink some of this wine for me. Um, yeah, maybe we will have a mini-minisode this time.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> let's just say a regular Minnesota, opposed to the very, very non-mini-minisodes we've had. Yeah, that's true.
1: Okay, I am going to be talking about a woman who died by suicide in a motel room in Vermont. Hmm. Um, she was unidentified for about a year after she died. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like she went to a great deal of effort to hide her identity. So for that reason, I am choosing oh. not to use her name.
0: Oh, that's fine. But the name you did find it. Yeah, the the okay.
1: name is in a whole bunch of news articles. Some of the news articles seem to have been taken down. There were also, oh. um, some reports that her family didn't want her named. Which is kind of interesting, but... Oh.
0: I must say, your research sounds awesome right now. Thank you. You're like investigative, uh, super... No, not super villain, like super journalist. kind of.
1: Well, I I really enjoyed whenever I was doing the Vambrado one, looking up all the uh, weird things about party Ooh. planning regulations and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, I know more about the oh. rules to live within that compound than I know... <laughs> of many things i probably should um (laughs) but yeah so for this one on the 17th of december 1997 Mm -hmm. body of a woman was found in a motel by white river junction she was well dressed well spoken and traveled alone and apparently just ran out of money and ingested a lethal dose of insecticide um It generated a fair amount of uh, publicity in New England, but authorities couldn't identify her, at least not for another year. But they they really were were trying to to find this Jane Doe. Mm -hmm. So the big break came a couple months later when... The St. Louis Post Dispatch ran a brief story saying that the police had traced receipts for a $150 sweater and $300 luggage set that were found in the woman's possession. Yeah, she was, the... you know, since pulling, pulling a face right now.
0: No, 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 I'm just impressed that they could trace that to a random, unidentified woman in a motel. Yeah, um,
1: she, she really... She, she seemed like she had great taste and mm. very specific taste and... Um, they weren't common things she had around, so they they traced it down to two different upscale stores near Saint Louis.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, they ran a photo with the story, and the woman's friend saw it, and he said, "I knew it was her," um, using her name, hmm. and he contacted the the police, the local police in Vermont, to say, "Hey, it's it's so and so." the Vermont Medical Examiner's Office then made a positive identification from dental records and everyone was pretty happy that they they worked it out so the story is she was a successful businesswoman she bought and sold repossessed houses in the St. Louis area but things started to go sour in the Mm mid-1990s she ended up getting divorced by there there are different reports on this but I I think I can fairly accurately say she was divorced in early nineteen ninety six. She was described as being very well educated, motivated, strong-willed. She ate health foods and exercise that's all backed up by whenever she was a Jane Doe. She was, you know, you know, she was in excellent shape. Hmm. she was forty five. So you know, she took care of herself
2: yeah.
1: um in in every sense until she seemingly out of the blue, uh, died by suicide um (laughs) so apparently some business dealings had gone bad around the same time as her divorce the friend who identified her didn't want to give any comments on it
2: okay
1: but yeah it seems like she moved back to the town where her parents lived after she got divorced from her husband Mm -hmm. and not long after she disappeared and strangely She was never reported missing, even now she hasn't been reported missing, even though, yeah, even though a positive ID was made. Her body was actually buried locally in Vermont. It was Mm -hmm. never brought back to her hometown. It was never requested by the family. The body actually went totally unclaimed. Yeah. And uh, locals, when she was a Jane Doe, set about raising money for just a a very simple headstone. Mm -hmm. But... The, the whole thing, she she clearly went to efforts to c- conceal her identity. She traveled under an assumed name. Mm-hmm. She didn't have any ID on her. You know, she had a bit of a backstory that she gave other people. And she also, it, it didn't match her, her real backstory. But it was definitely the right woman. Okay. It also made me think of a story that a friend of mine told me years ago. So he was living in South America and... Mm living a very simple life and he ran um, a bar and a restaurant and rented some rooms Mm -hmm. and typically people were only down there for short periods of time. And there was this one guy that came down from uh, the U S and he wanted a long term rental and he wanted to have the option to, to sort of live there year round, but he only wanted to pay on a month by month basis because Mm. he said he wasn't sure how long he was going to be around for. And, after a month or two, they ended up having many, many drinks one evening and the story started coming out and it didn't all come out at once, but it came out more over the months that followed. Okay. Um, the, the whole encounter was about four months long. So he lived there for around four Do months.
0: Do like where this is going? Megan? Um,
1: he, he was an American guy and you know what? I'll just tell you how it ends.
2: Really?
1: He was discovered dead in his room one day and my natural causes and my friend didn't speak the local language so had to um have his girlfriend at the time call the police and have (laughs) the body picked up the police were pretty lax about the whole thing and (laughs) showed up and essentially said well yeah there's there's a body um you best bring it to the morgue and they're like what um, so he and another couple of friends ended up carrying this guy's body in, in a sheet, um, in oh, the damn. sheet that he died in and, uh, put it on the back of a truck, mm. which again was borrowed from a friend. It wasn't a police truck. The, the police accompanied them to the morgue, mm. dropped it off at the morgue. And, um.
0: So the police were with them the entire time. But they they didn't even help carrying No, they
1: watched the whole thing It was the most utterly bizarre story I've heard So they got to the morgue, they dropped him off And they were sort of asking You know, when when will we get the body And we want to um, We want to have a a burial for him Mm. And my friend's girlfriend Managed to call around and get A spot in a local burial site Which is a pretty big deal where, Mm. Where they were Because, you know, this is this is a foreign guy and everyone goes by a nickname for him. No one yeah. seems to know his real name. The whole thing is very, very strange. So his nickname is Smokey and, <laughs> um, and that's what everyone calls him. And no one seems to know his real name. After four or five days, they, they're they asking, you know, when will we get the body. And they said, oh, yeah, we got a call from, from the U.S. Embassy and they mm. want to, to have a look. And sure enough, the guy from the U.S. Embassy shows up at uh, my friend's establishment Mm -hmm. within the next day or so and is asking questions about Smokey and do you know his real name, do you know this, do you know that? No, no idea. And he said that they're trying to make an identification on him, Mm. but unfortunately they hadn't been able to take fingerprints because the body had been left on the slab since the guys had dropped it off at the morgue. It hadn't been refrigerated. What? Yeah, so he tried to take fingerprints, but as you can imagine, yeah. in the heat, it's, it's kind of perished and you can't take a clean print.
2: Hmm.
1: So they, they didn't know. Also, it was difficult to tell, but it seemed like something had been done to the fingerprints.
2: Huh.
1: Yeah, and he was asking all sorts of questions about ID and about this and about that. My friend just said, no, no idea. Um, he was just smoking and he, he paid money up front in cash every month. We didn't ask any questions. Hmm. He was a nice guy. What he didn't say was what he had told me. Oh. They ended up managing to bury the body. So they, they got the body released after the um, U.S. Embassy guy had seen it and determined they, they couldn't make an ID. I think he took a couple of pictures. But again, at this point, it's going to be pretty difficult to go anywhere with it. So, yeah, the guys who carried the body and some of the other locals who, who'd known Smokey, they are going to go to the gravesite. What they didn't realize is... Is a spot had been arranged, but they don't dig the hole for you there. So they went up the day before they'd arranged the funeral, and they decided to just spend all day doing things that Smokey had enjoyed when he spent his time there. So they just brought beer up. They they brought the local liqueur up. They um they brought weed up as well, which was mm. totally illegal. And they they dug the grave and they they smoked and they drank. And a couple of feet down, they hit what what just seemed like either rock or completely compressed ground mm-hmm. so they had to stop and you know they just couldn't get any deeper so it really it wasn't a deep grave mm. but it is what it is and for the funeral it, it was pretty much the same people that showed up and Smokey was buried and and that was the end of it but years later my friend still wonders about what happened to the people he left behind because he knew the whole story Mm. which was Smokey had been diagnosed with cancer Mm. and told you have maybe weeks to live you could die tomorrow um you could last for another six months um but it won't be any longer than that Mm. and he had a wife and two kids and he decided he didn't want them to discover him one day and see him go downhill oh. um so he decided to leave and he just picked a random place to live out his days and and that's what happened huh. and i'm sure to this day they have no idea what happened to him their dad their husband just just disappeared and didn't come back because he didn't tell them where he was going
0: not telling where i was going is one thing but not even not even like a vague goodbye letter or something or... i don't think so eesh well, I mean the. I see the point. I see the approach, and yeah. going through stuff like that is never easy for anyone involved. But um.
1: but yeah, it's it's also sad whenever he got to where he um, where he lived his final days. He he told my friend he destroyed his passport. He also told him his real name. Mm. But yeah, it's it it's kind of it. Whenever I I find the story of the the woman in the hotel room, mm. it just made me think. You know, Is there someone there that knows her whole story That, that never said a word yeah. Because there's got to be more to it Than we're ever going to know and, and also I think it's so sad That her family now know Who she was and they, they still didn't claim the body And she's still in that yeah. unmarked grave But at the same time with Smokey's family Would they want his body back From wherever he's buried Are they going to be so heartbroken That he left them in the first place That it's just easier to leave them there I think you'd want the body back
0: not not necessarily body back, but just knowing what actually happened, yeah, and just getting that closure. No, no, he chose to do this. He is in this place in this country, and just that knowledge. I I have not been in this situation. I do not know, but I would imagine that would help to some degree.
2: Yeah,
0: but no, the uh, the Jane Doe thing was weird because like not reporting missing i can see that happening especially yeah. if they actually got the information because they did find out mm-hmm. who it was later on they yeah. got the information okay fine they're not going to report her missing after they realize that she's dead but
1: it's bizarre not to report her missing in the beginning that that's and they true. were living in the same time the parents were living in the same time as her
0: that's true but i mean families can be families can be families families can be different
1: I got the impression, based on what I was reading and based on the odd, sketchy reference to, um, to articles that had been removed, mm. that her, she came from a very well-to-do family mm-hmm. where appearance is everything. Um, and it reflects divorce. purely on the family name. I'm not even thinking the divorce, uh, I'm thinking that um yeah, that death by suicide is still mm. a shameful thing in many circles and yeah. mental illness is still a shameful thing in many circles. And True. they just it read as if the family was very, you know, aware of social pressure to be perfect. Mm. But I just think that's that's so sad. And for her body to be unclaimed with this this little headstone Ugh. i mean it it doesn't matter it doesn't change anything but
0: this yeah. might be forcing it but i mean i'm just trying to give it the old uh Treveline spin. spin oh. and like not claiming the body maybe the family was slightly in on it but she was faking her death giving just enough a mystery yeah. to leave people preoccupied and then she flew away to India instead, and she's living out her life there, or doing the international spy thing.
1: I like that idea, but she was recognized from a picture and confirmed with dental work. And even yeah. if, even if yeah. it wasn't, then you're you're still talking about <laughs> there's a dead body in a hotel room yeah. wh- who's, that's had their uh, teeth messed with, yeah. which is a bit much. Th- that's for me. not too happy.
0: That's true.
1: Yeah, but yeah, those are the the stories this evening. Send yeah. us your thoughts at by the bar at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, I, I do want to say before we run off, though, mm-hmm. that, like, especially I did really enjoy your anecdote with um, secondhand anecdote, I suppose, mm-hmm. but in particular, the image of these people who had spent time with this uh, Smokey, wasn't yeah. it? These people spent time with Smokey, and then, like, yes, there was a lot of cumbersome process everything from discovering and moving the body to the burial and that but i just thought that was kind of a beautiful image of them all gathering celebrating in a way that this guy had been celebrating the end of his life basically while digging the grave and that is really beautiful though
1: whenever he told me the story it was I mean, we were many drinks in at this point, but mm. we were both quite, he was obviously emotional talking about it because mm. even though he didn't spend a long time with this guy, it was, you know, it was someone who meant a lot to him and it was someone who opened up yeah. to him and, you know, and told him his secrets. And and it was also pretty special to to kind of hear how they celebrated this guy's life because... Yeah in so many ways, he's away from home and he's on his own and surrounded by people who don't really know him. And all of a sudden you have this outpouring of love who, by these people who, you know, there's, there's nothing they're getting out of it. It's just this pure act of, yeah, I don't know, healing. Healing mm. for, for Smokey, healing for them. Yeah. It's, it's a very strange... And pleasant closure.
0: Oh, I do know that some people say this, but I, whenever I go, I definitely want there to be a party. Yeah. And focus on, you know, the life and the wine and the crime and the whatnot. (laughs) But that's, that's easy for me to say because I'm not the one who needs to deal with it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to run that off. It's i think it's totally true i'm gonna to get too dark and deep if i start commenting on that though yeah
0: well we'll save that for another episode i guess
1: let's end it I'm oh We're gonna
0: end it <laughs> thank you all for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode this
1: minisode yeah
0: this episode of our minisodes Minnesota mysteries thank you so much again for listening uh Please, as always, tell us your thoughts. You can hit us up on Twitter at Crime by the Bar, or uh, send us an email at Bar at gmail.com.
1: Don't forget to subscribe. And we love your new ratings and reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we get five ratings in a region, we actually get to see the score. If it's anything less than five, we don't get to see it. So uh, <laughs> you could be the lucky number five. Mm. And uh, leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out.
0: Yes, we do love them stars.
1: Yeah. Oh, I need to stop doing the yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah works. Come on. Oh, no, I feel. Just like...
0: own it. Be confident. That's what you tell me.
1: Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend.
0: <laughs> Have a good weekend. Bye.
1: Bye. First time I've been sober at the end of a double recording.
0: It's the first time you've said bye after I have.
1: It can't be right, can it? I'm pretty sure.
0: It's almost always you say bye and I say bye.
1: Mm.